Hello everyone, Jesus' little sister here. Again, I hope everyone continues to make good decisions and is staying safe during the pandemic we're in. So today I'm talking here with Sister Lottie and we're going to be talking about staying safe during this pandemic. I wanna reference the scripture over here in Galatians, the sixth chapter, and we're gonna read from the eighth verse. It says, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. So, Sister Lottie, I wanted to ask you, what would you say are maybe the top three things that you should do to help yourself stay safe, stay spiritually sharp during this time? Uh, three things that you said, that, uh, if I understand the question correctly, you're saying what should be the three things that we should be doing to stay spiritually fit, basically during this, during this COVID-19 period that we're, we're in. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. We'll see if we can condense it down to three, top three things. What are your thoughts? Okay, the top three things is definitely our devotion, okay. our communication. Our devotion with God, our communicating with God. And if you want to use another term for devotion, our meditation, but having that quiet time that just me and God, you know, uh, in our, uh, and when I say devotion, and our, uh, uh, that entails our reading our scriptures, our meditating, our conversation, our listening to what God is telling us to do, our instructions from God. That is something we need to be doing on a daily basis uh, that comes uh, every day. Uh, we don't need to miss a day on that where we're actually taking time. Uh, you know, you can call it devotion, but our quiet time with God. That's number one. Okay. All right. Uh, num number two is, is, is not so much as it's spiritually so, but it's staying positively active. Okay. Staying positively active during this time period. Uh, let's say if you're at home, you need to find a hobby, uh, something that's enjoyable. Uh, basically, it'd be a good thing if it's something to, to build the, the kingdom of God with. But if it's not, having an activity that you enjoy. I, I know one activity is maybe something new, planting a garden, planting flowers, watering, talking to flowers, but something enjoyable that keep your mind focused so you don't have to go through that period of getting depressed. So an activity, a positive uh, activity that's enjoyable. Right, okay. And number three is communication. Okay, yes. Uh, communication is very important because we God, when God made us, he, he definitely said that it wasn't good that Adam be alone, so that's why he created Eve. Uh, and that was to have some company. And even though, you know, if, if you live alone or you have a house full of people, that communicating, uh, that uh, talking to someone, communicating, laughing and joking, sharing, uh, encouraging, crying together, or whatever it is, you need to have that form of communication. So having your, uh, in your reserve, a group of people that you just, you know, basically like talk to maybe every day, you know, right. you know, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a routine, you know, it's like the day didn't go back because you, you didn't get to talk to that individual person uh, that day. So 
the, to me, those the main, you know, the three things, devotion, my communication with God, you know, I got to have that. Right. Uh, number two, I got to have my activity that's enjoyable, that I love doing, you know, that's enjoyable because I got to have some type of joy or happiness that's going on in my life. And then to communicating with my uh, loved ones, friends, and just having that, uh, that, uh, that, you know, those people, and I'm not, I'm saying more than one person, right? but those right. people that you communicate with on a daily basis. I definitely see that, um, Sister Lottie, because I was thinking about all of the people that on a normal day that I would interact with and all the conversations that I possibly would be involved in, and that is tremendously reduced now. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely see that. But the thought came to my mind um, that I did, we, we were, we're talking about staying safe during the pandemic. But I thought about the fact that some people that are listening to us may not know what salvation really is. Can you give us a rundown of what it means to actually be saved? What does that mean? To be saved is that I am a child of God. I've had the what they call the new birth. I've been, you know, there's this, they're saying, you know, I've been born again. And that being born again is implying that I, there is a point in my life where I can recall, I know that I repented to God of all my sins, that, you know, I was godly sorry that I was at a point that I did not want to continue living a life of sin. And I was willing to stop that. And I started a new journey. I became a new creature in Christ. In God, I became a new creature, and all things that I used to do that were sinful, that were hateful, I no longer do them. And the new thing is my love, my kindness, and my desire to be a child of God and growing in the knowledge of the child of God. Now, during the pandemic, and again with those three things that I was referring to, the devotion in that in staying saved is that I'm having this devotion because in staying saved during this time period. I'm talking to God so I can learn more on how to be a holy person, how I can be more of a child of God, the duties, the instruments of what that entails. And that's why it's so important to have that devotion, because in a time period like this, I can lose sight of what living holy is, what living as a child of God or that new creature. So that's why it's very important to do that. My activity that has to be joyful too, because uh, and staying safe or being that person, because see, my activity has to be something that's wholesome, that's godly, that's that's nourishing to my spiritual development, and not uh, because I can easily get involved in an activity that's that's detrimental, that's devilish. Right. You know, I can get into gambling. That's an activity. Right. Or, you know, and everything, but that's not a spiritual thing, you know, to stay safe. So I need a wholesome activity that's going to boost the joy and the happiness that I have for God uh, in staying safe. And then uh, the third thing I was saying about communicating in, in line with your Christian and your question, how do I stay safe? What is safe is the people I talk to, do they encourage that spiritual growth? Right. You know, and staying safe. Because I could talk to someone and they are they talking about clubbing and, and the, you know, oh, girl, we, I, we just got to meet a man. We got to do this online dating and, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, I'm communicating with them every day, but that's not the communication that's 
geared uh, geared toward living a holy life. So not building me up. Yeah, that's going to build me up exactly. Uh, so it, again, I'm still with these three things, but these three things have to be uh, in line with building up and staying again to your question, being holy, having a desire to please God, and in pleasing God, having a communicating with friends who are going to build me up in pleasing God, and then knowing in my activity is it an, is it an activity that's pleasing God also, and that comes through my devotion through my communication, through my activities, and through my um, my joy that I have. Back to, again to your question, what does salvation means? What does mean save me? It's mean being, living a holy life, free from sin, and obeying what God tells me to do. Right, right. And I guess I'm kind of setting the stage here, Sister Lottie, so that make sure that all of our listeners understand what it means to be safe because we want to know how to stay safe during the pandemic. So what does it mean to be safe, first of all? So the next question I want to ask you, you said living free from sin. So what is sin exactly? Okay, sin is no, things that you know are wrong. Now the Bible lists certain sins, I think it's in Galatians, it talks about sin, you know, about the fruit of the spirit and the lust of the, uh, the flesh, you know, adultery, that's sin. We know if I'm married and I commit, go out with, if I'm, about me being a female and, and if I'm married, if I go out with another man in a, in a relationship, that's adultery. And we know that that's sin. Would you um, like me to share that scripture, Sister Lottie? Yes, in Galatians 5, I believe it is. Gal Galatians 5, and I'm going to start at the, um, the 19th verse. It says, yes. now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresy, envyings, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in times past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So as we said, if you, as you read that, Sister Brandy, we see it's very, I mean, God specifically laid out certain things that if you're doing these things, that you're not a Christian, that you're not saved, and you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, and you will not go to heaven if you commit. And then it, it lists those things, and then it not only that, and it said, and such like. Anything right. that falls similar to those things. Now let's go back. One of the things you read was him as hatred. You know, right? If, if you got any anybody that you hate, you can't. You know, the term is I can't stand her. Oh, I don't want right. to be around her and stuff like that. Then you're not safe. And that racism falls under hate, right? It, it does. Race, racism, and such like. Amen. That's what the such like is. Uh, and stuff like that. So, yes, uh, people need to understand, so, you know, we've got a lot of Christians, or these people, I call them hypocrites, who, who say they're saved, but in actuality, they fall into this lust of the flesh. They, they, there's hatred. There's, um, they're committing adultery. There, there are women who sing, you know, probably in the choir, who, who, have, who spent the night last night with their boyfriend, or vice versa, their boyfriend, 
or they spent the night with their girlfriend or they didn't even spend the night with one another, but they got together in an ungodly way that falls in the category of fornication. And uh, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's straightforward. It's, it's not, not easy. I mean, it's not hard to comprehend uh, the, this, that which uh, God had listed here and how he's, you know, pretty plain to say, and if you do these things, you will not inherit and you won't go to heaven. Uh, so it's very clear. So definitely uh, hatred is one, uh, you know, strife, wrath. I mean, I'm going to get back. You, you treat, mistreated me. I'm getting you back. You know, if we have any of those type of tendency or thoughts or actions, we are not saved. And then the other thing people tend to, uh, oh, then it goes on to envying. She, you know, uh, uh, I mean, it's in me envying, you know, people envying one another. You know, if you're doing that, if any of that is in your heart, you're, you're not saved. And if you, you know, murderers, you know, but murderers don't actually have to necessarily uh, mean that I take a gun and I kill you. I can murder you in, in other ways, you know, and which Christ referred to, at, you know, referred to. So when you go through that and look at these things, and then again, such like things that even look similar to right. the actions, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. I mean, it's very clear that, that these people will not. So if you're guilty of those things, you're not saved and, and such likes. I mean, Jesus Christ went back, you know, and said, if, you know, if I don't love my neighbor, then I'm not saved. If I don't, certain things that I'm, I'm not doing, can hinder me from being salvation. But if my heart has bitterness and strife in it, then I'm not saved. So that's what the purpose, you know, that Jesus Christ died on the cross to cleanse us, to save us from our sins, to wash away our sin. The blood of Jesus is supposed to cleanse us from that. Uh, and the scripture I was thinking about, uh, Sister Brandy, is Romans, the sixth chapter, and again, it is very clear, uh, you know, I don't understand why uh, the religious world don't, don't understand this, this particular scripture where it says, shall we can, what shall we say then? I'm, re I'm reading in Romans 6, the first chapter and the first verse. It says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? You know, and the, the second verse says, God forbid. And then I've heard this thing, so we're not, you know, I, I can see him because I'm under grace now, you know. And, and you probably heard people say, uh, I'm under grace, you know. Uh, so we're okay because we're under grace. Well, if we read, continue read, reading down in Romans 6, when you get to the 15th verse, it says, what then? It says, shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? As God forbid. Even if, even though I'm under grace, which is what we are, we are under grace, God is still forbidding us to sin, to do anything that we know is wrong. So if you're still sinning to the, uh, to the listening audience, if you're doing anything wrong that you know is wrong, that fall into that category of such like, and you got hatred in your heart, then you're not saved. And you need to repent of your sins and start and become a new creature in Christ, which is what Christ, what Jesus came to do, to destroy 
the works of that of the devil that's in your heart that's that working that uh that committing sin that's there that's that was just the whole purpose that he was manifest to do is to uh to take away our sins that we could stop sinning another thing uh brandy as i was thinking uh what sin is sin uh is not obeying the commandments of god and as we were talking about how in this pandemic to um about the devotion you know talking to god each day and letting god talk back to us and when god gives out an instruction or a commandment or a duty or a job and we don't do it is that sin? That would be sin. That would be that sin. That would be disobeying God. That would be disobeying God. And those who disobey God and don't keep his commandments are not saved. And so, you know, sometimes we get the religious world, keep, you know, sometimes even us, you know, people who say they're saved or sanctified or saints of God, they're saying, well, I don't commit fornication. I don't commit adultery. I, you know, I don't, you know, they will even go to the point that they don't hate, but they will not obey the commandments of God. And that's just, they, they fall in the same, if you, the Bible says, if you're guilty of one, you're guilty of you're what? Guilty of all. You're guilty of all. So, um, this, um, so yes, we, in, in times like this, uh, I think there needs to be more, <clears throat> probably be taught on what is sin need to be taught more about being, <clears throat> excuse me, deliverance from sin. Um, yes. And so I was thinking, Sister Lottie, thank you for laying um, some of that foundation for us, because I think it's important for people to know what it means to be saved, what, what sin actually is. So going back to your three, the, the three things that we talked about in your devotion now, I'm saved. I'm not doing anything that is sinful. We've, we've given, kind of laid out what it is that sin is. So is there a specific thing that I should be doing in my devotion? Because in my mind, all devotions don't look just alike. What are your thoughts there? Uh, that's true. Uh, some people call devotion is I read my scriptures today and they and they and they did do that <laughs> they read some scriptures and they had uh, 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 God bless me today amen they had their prayer and then they went about their duty I mean their job or their routine or whatever do we call uh, that a devotion and that's a good question. Um, when I say devotion, I'm talking about I am actually before, at the, as uh, I was telling some people earlier today, at the feet of Jesus. I'm at the feet. I, I'm sitting there and I'm not going to move because I'm there. I'm communicating with him. I'm letting him know I am reading the scriptures. Yes. And I'm allowing the scriptures to talk back to me right. so that I can have instructions 
for today. And it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I'm just going to give you an example. Uh, hopefully this will get a better understanding. I was reading, you know, in my devotion, reading the word of God and the word arise, just, you know, that Jesus was saying, you know, arise, you know, take up your cross and you know, go, arise, do this, arise and do that. And I was thinking, oh, okay, okay. So today I need to get up and arise. I need to get up. I got to get up and do something. And uh, sure enough, that's what he was, you know, in my devotion, in the word of God, talking back to me, it was saying, arise. And then another day, you know, you're reading and you're reading the word of God and you, and you see, and God is saying, my word should not be prolonged any longer. And then he said, oh, really, God? What, what do you don't want prolonged any longer? And then it was, you know, in a devotion I was reading one time, he said, enlarge your tent. And I said, oh, enlarge my tent? Why got to enlarge my tent? What's going on? What? And I'll, you know, it says enlarge the tent. So I said, okay, I got to start enlarging the tent. So that's, to me, this is what we're talking about, a devotion. A devotion where you're taking time, you're at the feet of Jesus, and you're, you're meditating, you're letting God know you're here, and you're here to hear. Not to just ask. Right. Surely you're there. You can ask God, I need this today. I need grace today. I want you to work out this situation here. I want you to pray for this person and you pray for that person. By all means, you, you can do that in your devotional part. But also in your devotional part, be there. God, I'm here and I want to hear what you're trying to tell me. Right. That's not, now we got what I refer to as a devotion. I just I did more than just read a couple of scriptures and pray and amen and it was over with. I actually sat there at the feet of the, you know, put my request out to him, let my know, my, 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 my thoughts, my feelings, my hurt, my desire, all, I, I, I laid it at his feet and then at his feet, I, I stood there at his feet, waiting to him to comfort me and to give me instructions on what to do to carry out the burden that I might be facing that day. Now, that's to me is what we refer to as a devotion. Right. We do that each and every day, and we get what he's telling us to do. We can't help but to stay safe. Is that right? That's right. Yes, ma'am. And I was thinking, Sister Lottie, when you were talking about what it actually means to have a devotion, and actually, that really caught my attention when you talked about, I'm not just talking to God, you know, talking to you. Sometimes we talk too much. We're just mm -hmm. talking, 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 Lord, and I need this, and then I want you to bless her, and I need this, and I got this going on. But taking that time to be still, be quiet, and allow him to talk back to us. Exactly. That now you yes, because right. sometimes we we feel we we're good on the the other part, and he does. He tells us to take our bring all our care to him. He wants right. us to ask. He wants us to seek, but he also tells us in straight. He says, "Hear, O Israel." <laughs> he right. said, "Hear." Right. He, us, he said, "My sheep hear." They hear his voice. They, right. They hear. They they not only talk but they hear. <laughs> Right, they do. And I was thinking, even during this time, 
every time is a good time to hear from God. But think I was really thinking during this pandemic, it is a it is very critical that we be able to hear the voice of God. And uh, getting those devotions in, making sure that I have that open communication with God um, is very, very critical. I was thinking about something that happened to me as I went about my day. It wasn't necessarily in a devotion, but I heard the voice of God tell me to just be quiet. Say nothing. Had some, you know, as you're in the pandemic and you're locked down and you're in the house with everybody together if you're not alone um the devil that he's trying to work he's trying to work he's trying to cause those things that we talked about what was the strife and hatred and division he is working to try to cause those things so as you set the stage just a lot one of the, the first thing you said was having that devotion with god I think that is very critical to get your day going the right way, to get your mind set on focusing on God and focusing on hearing from him. So when you're in those situations and you can hear quickly, God tell you, don't say anything. And as you talked about not sinning, I'm going to obey. I heard God. I knew it was him. I'm going to obey and not saying anything. Those continue to bless my experience and draw me closer to God. Exactly. And truly, Brandy, I'm glad you brought that out because uh, I, I've read several articles about that that has been challenging for some families. Right. They're not used to being with one another 24-7 because usually the children at school, mom and dad's at work, and all of a sudden now they're all there together and they're just not used to this 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 oneness 24 7 and right uh, and i don't you know the terminology you're getting on my nerves now you know yeah. <laughs> i need some space right and uh, and so yes uh there that's when we definitely need that devotion god to quicken us and i'm reminded of uh, of a scripture i think it's in romans where the uh god will quicken us he would quicken us to to things like that and that's that's that staying safe to being able to hear that small still voice and he quickened us to when to be quiet when to uh you know to take uh, to be long suffering with one another we, we talked about how do you know you're you're saying uh how you know when you're sinning but we didn't go uh, go to the rest of that scripture in galatians the fifth chapter where it talks about the fruit of the spirit because definitely when in in a family situation where now you're around all these people and you see little things before that you just never you saw have before. time to see you're right because you weren't there now you know it might be getting on your what people say on oh, my nerves now you know whatever right. we need to make sure that we are safe uh and read if you could the rest of that in, in galatians 5 where it talks about the fruit of the spirit because now in that situation, that what say people, this is what we need to be manifesting with when these little habits and these little things that are now being more magnified by the enemy, where it says the fruit of the spirit is what? Love. Okay, so it's Galatians 5 and 22. Mm -hmm. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, mm -hmm. long suffering gentleness, goodness, faith, mm -hmm. 
meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Exactly. So I like that where it says, when, when those little habits that are starting to bother you or whatever, maybe I need some more long suffering. Right. Maybe I need some more temperance. Maybe right. I need some more love. I need to go get an activity where I can have joy. I can right. ignore those things. And then I have to crucify myself. Myself. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly and, what I was thinking, Sister Lottie. Um, I thank God because he will bring things to your he will bring things to your attention. So if you're working from home and the children are running around and they're, and you find yourself being short with people, God will bring that to your attention so that you can come to him and get the help that you need. Because as we talk about the phrase, getting on my nerves, God has many more nerves. He will give you more nerves. He will give you grace for those nerves that are starting to be irritated. He will take care of them. We say he has ointment for those nerves. He'll just take them. And you know, you, you may have had three nerves. Now you got 15 nerves. So nobody's bothering you. So God will do that. All we have to do is acknowledge, Lord, I feel this happening. And God will bless you. God will bless you in that. Exactly. In those situations, that we, the, and the family members need to see more gentleness. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, seriously, we look at each one of those. In, the, in those situations, family members, they need to learn. I mean, truly, truly, I mean, we need to really master and grow more in this, showing more love to the children, to the spouse, to the dog. <laughs> you right. know, joy, joy to the children, more peace going around here. Let's, you know, hey, y'all, we got to, have this house got to be full of peace. Right. Let's get some peace around here. Uh, long suffering, having long suffering with one another. You know, Lord God, increase my long suffering. You know, right. with that habit. Right. If and I was thinking, yes, it's, like, it's good to even use those very words with the children. We talked right. about teaching children about God and everything. So, hey, I need to be. Let's be more gentle with each other when we talk to each other. If your little brothers bother you, how about you long suffer with him? Let's increase exactly. their vocabulary, vocabulary along the lines of the things of God as well. Exactly, exactly. Let's use that. Let's use our goodness. See, that's another one of those. Let's get goodness in this household. Let's get goodness right. with one another. Meekness, I mean... I mean, which again, then temperance, and then the Bible says against, there's no law against that. You're not going to get in trouble if I see that water out in here. <laughs> Actually, I might give you a bonus. Go out, let's go to Walmart and buy you a gift. Right. <laughs> but, you know, for manifesting all of these things from the heart. So, yes, and so, and um, do, doing those things. But again, see, now this falls under, I would say, what? My activity? Right. This is the perfect guy for helping you choose an activity. And right, exactly. My activity with my loved ones in my home. Uh, also, it can be very useful in my communication with the person I'm talking to over the phone. Uh, you know, or what we're talking about. You know, they might need encouraging, some gentleness, some, you know, not sure. You know, people can get short-winded over the phone too, right. over the telephone in various places. So yes, uh, all of this is good. 
uh, and you know, and mastering this, and especially if any time it's needed now, we need to let our light shine during this time period. We need to make sure we are manifesting the fruit of the spirit during this time period, and that we have crucified the flesh with the lust, and that we're not committing sin. And if for anyone who's out there, again, who's not saved and want more, Sister Brandy, more. there's anyone who needs a little bit more instructions about what true salvation is, Sister Brandy, or you know, just need to talk to somebody to get a good understanding uh, in this, uh, I want to offer the opportunity to give, um, to give us a call, you know, or, 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 or email or something. And yeah, if it's okay with- comment. Huh? Leave us a comment and we can reach out to them most definitely. Yes. And so by all means, reach out, please, in our comment section. And, uh, and we'll definitely get back with you to give you a better understanding. If you find yourself are dealing with uh, hatred, you are dealing with envy, the family life is chaotic, and that love and joy and long-suffering and peace is not in there, and you need guidance on that, we're willing to help by all means. I was thinking, Sister Lottie, um, when we're talking about staying saved during this time and, you know, all of you being, as you talked about, we're here together 24 seven. Um, now is the best time to, as I like to put, have your mirror with you at all times. Um, mm. Stop looking at the people that are not outside if people are getting on your nerves or, this is happening, you find yourself falling short in an area, you need to have your mirror with you and be looking at yourself at all times and say, Lord, why is this getting on my nerves? Why am I, why is this bothering me so? And, and yeah. give more God and get, get, your, get your needs met so that he, and he will help you. He, he, is not, he is not a God that will just leave you in a situation or in a condition, he'll help you. That's right. And so, Sister Lottie, I want to thank you so much for our conversation today. Um, just to recap, we want to make sure that we are all staying safe during the pandemic. So we want to make sure that you're doing your devotions, you have some positive activities, and that you have some friends or family that you're communicating with. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Uh -huh.